Welcome to the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. Today is Tuesday, December 22nd, and this is episode 70. Coming at you a little later than usual, and we apologize for that little technical difficulties, but hey, here we are. Um, And so yeah, this is going to be episode 70. We're going to be talking a little bit about the NFL, or a good amount about the NFL and what we saw this weekend, as well as giving our last second NBA preview. We already did um, Eastern and Western Conference. You can check our feed for those, but this will just be kind of more of an overview because the season does start tonight with the Nets and Warriors and Lakers and Clippers. So that should be exciting. Um, Thank you so much to everyone who listens. And now it's time to introduce our guest, Big Dog, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic today. It is good to hear from you. And Josh, how are you, my friend? Great. Fantastic. I just ate and I'm having some iced tea. So mm. it's it's a pretty it's a pretty good day. Nice. What a day. I'm having a, a squirt. Squirt. Mmm. Grapefruit soda. Mm. Not bad. Oh, it's grapefruit? I, I never knew squirt was grapefruit. I didn't until recently. Um <laughs> So I have five big questions for like the NFL as a whole that I want to run through with you guys. And that's how we're gonna cover the NFL this week. My first question it's kind of broad or basic, but who has the best shot legitimately at beating the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs? I will go to Josh to start, then back to me, and then Andrew, you're going to finish it up. All right, well, it's got to be the Bills, and it's also because it's easier for the Bills and Chiefs to play than any NFC team as well, so I'm taking that into account as well. But I think the Bills are the best team in the AFC. They have uh, probably a relatively easy run to get to the Chiefs. And I think the Chiefs are genuinely that good. They have a pretty good defense. It's it's serviceable. It's really good. I mean, the uh, uh, Tredavious White and actually Josh Norman as well is also playing mm-hmm. pretty spectacular. But it's all about Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, I think they're going to go for some records in these yeah. last two weeks. Really quick to jump in, Josh. This past week, Josh Allen yeah. had... 359 passing yards, two touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, and Diggs had 11 receptions for 147 yards. Ridiculous. Just always open, Absolutely too. ridiculous. What's the reception record? I, I'm sure no one knows at the top of their head. I, I believe Wes Thomas. Welker. Owned, oh, wait. I think Thomas I broke think Michael Welker's. Thomas got over 200 recently. Or was it over 160? If it's 160, there's, like, pod. no not shot. But, not a um, math pod. Sorry to throw that on. No, no, it's I want to I want to know. Andrew, are you looking that up? Yeah. Good old high speed internet. 144. Uh, I broke it, I guess. So, wait, he might 149. Okay. 149. Was Welker yeah. the guy he broke? No, Harrison. Oh, Marvin Harrison. Welker Welker's 7th on the list. Interesting. Actually. I thought he would have been higher. Um but but yeah, uh fucking Stefan Diggs I think has almost what what does he have like 114 now him allen and uh him and allen i think are the two leaders in the league in receptions but i think because keenan is kind of been hurt lately yeah Diggs has overtaken him uh but yeah josh going off your point i do think the bills have the best shot at beating the chiefs because um the one thing about the chiefs is you have to somehow keep up with them in scoring, and I think the Bills are one of the teams that can, as well as mixing in a good defense that could throw some problems at the Chiefs. Again, you're not going to be able to stop them. You just need to slow them down a little bit. The Bills, with momentum, I think is the best shot to take out the Chiefs. But I will say, 
and I feel kind of guilty saying this, the other team I think that has a really good shot, or not good shot, but it, the Titans scare me. The Titans, yeah. they have the number one offense in the league in terms of points scored, and their defense is not what it was last year or what you would think it would be, but with their, they have a unbelievable running game obviously with Derrick Henry and then Tannehill AJ Brown Corey Davis those boys they are legit this season and so I'm more confident in the Bills but the Titans the the type of team they are in the playoffs with Derrick Henry and that sort of thing they could give the Chiefs a little trouble especially with the Chiefs losing Clyde Edwards Hilaire for we don't know how long big dog so I'm actually gonna pick a team that's not in the playoffs right now that they caught fire the last two three weeks Fortunately, I think the Ravens could beat the Chiefs. Hmm. Wow, he just can't let I Lamar die. I think they're on fire. They have, the most, they have a good enough defense if Lamar Jackson does just enough, which all he has to do is play something like he does in the Browns. I'm saying this team's good. They were 14-2 last year. They're on fire. Obviously, the Bills are up there, but it's boring if we all say that. Saying the other team I really think is the Ravens because I don't think the Steelers have looked that good lately. I don't know if the Colts can really do it. Uh, Titans don't have a defense as no as like they're physical and they can run the ball and they have more points than the Chiefs right now. Do you trust the Browns really yet? No. They have a minus six point differential. And then you got to trust the Dolphins? Not really. No, and then I think the only the team in the NFC guys is it's the Packers, right? We'll get to a little it's more NFC the, later, but I would I think it's the Ravens are still if they get in there and they should find a way to get into that last playoff. And also yeah, they, they would be the first round well, no, they wouldn't be because the Chiefs would get I just, the bye, right? If the Chiefs can get ahead of the Ravens, I just don't know how that offense will be able to compete from behind with the Chiefs. The Chiefs have not been blowing teams out like they did in like that. Yeah. They let teams come back lately. Mm-hmm. I just think they're Le- LeBron coasting I think, yeah, this season. It's what dangerous, I like. though, to have to flip a switch. It's it's dangerous, and Patrick is. Mahomes is that good. I don't good, think they flipped a switch, though. The past, I think that Browns game, when they like actually came back and won, they No, the, the Chiefs I was talking about. Sorry. Not the yes. Ravens. Yeah. Chiefs, yeah. Okay. Um, next question of our five big questions for the NFL. Who should be the MVP? Big Doug. Should be. Great outs. Josh Allen. Um, they have had, I want to say, like such a surprising season, but being 11 and 3, and like they are right on the Chiefs' tail. I think they are, them, the Ravens right now are like the most evenly compared to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, what hasn't he done? He's put up big numbers. You guys talked about all like the Stephon Diggs reception. That's because of Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. They're 11 and 3. They look like one of the most complete football teams right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Josh, who do you think should be MVP? Should be. I think every year it's it for the next ten years it's going to be the answer is Patrick Mahomes. I think the best player in the league should win it almost every year. And you know, I mean, he's he's fucking incredible. They have the best record in the entire league. Stats probably aren't as good as Aaron Rodgers, for instance. I think Aaron Rodgers has more touchdowns, less picks. Uh, Mahomes probably has more yards. I'm guessing. Uh, and Rodgers probably has a better QBR, but it's really a two-man race I see with those two, just as far as AFC, NFC. I just don't know how you can give it to Josh Allen when Patrick Mahomes is sitting there with a better record at the end of the year, even though I love the story of Josh Allen, and I could definitely see that world where Josh Allen wins the MVP as well, but I'm, I'm going to say this should be Mahomes, but I think the more likely answer is 
Rodgers. Yeah, I think um, I'm going to take the guy who hates his mother. I think Aaron Rodgers should be the MVP of this year. I love Josh Allen and Andrew. I think two weeks ago we weren't really able to put him quite there. But now, I mean, we could have. But um, with the big wins they've had lately in clinching the AFC East for the first 20, time in 25 years, I think Josh Allen has gotten himself in this conversation. I do think, though, that this is the Aaron Rodgers um it's kind of a little of a fuck you tour after they got smoked in the playoffs last year. Oh, and they drafted Jordan Love yeah. in the fucking first and round. <laughs> I think Aaron Rodgers should be the MVP as of right now. Who do I want to be MVP? I want Josh Allen to be MVP. That'd be freaking sweet. I love the Stallion. But yeah, I would too. I think Aaron Rodgers right now has the case. Um, okay, next question for you guys. Are you high or low on the Bucks playoff chances? So high or low... On the Bucks playoff chances, like making a deep run in the playoffs, maybe I don't know. I'll start. I think the Bucks. I'm really high on them right now. Um, I think that they are the type of team that could make a run in the NFC playoffs and potentially. I think they could go to the NFC Championship game because I don't believe that much in many teams in the NFC besides the Packers. And I do like the Bucks Seahawks. I don't think that's a gimme for the Seahawks. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of high on it. I think uh, AB Antonio Brown is coming along a little more, and hopefully Brady just gets more and more comfortable, and that's what we'll see. And I like the Bucks defense, so I'm kind of high on the Bucks um, going into the playoffs. Big Dog, what do you think? Yeah, like, same kind of thing because I just I don't trust the Seahawks that much. I don't trust the Rams that much. I don't trust the Saints. I don't trust the Packers. I think this is wide open for. I mean, you could be a Saints-Rams NFC Championship game, and I wouldn't be that surprised. Jesus. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's more of a testament to how weak the NFC is because I think, yeah, the Buccaneers have a pretty good shot of beating any one of those teams um, that that they line up with. Um, Maybe not the Packers, but, I mean, they fucking killed the Packers already, though, so fuck, actually. Um, Yeah, I mean... I hate to say it because I'm I've said it last week. I'm so fucking sick of the Buccaneers. I'm I'm tired of it. But they still have the most talent out of those lower seeds, I think, just as far as across the board, offensive and de- defensively. And there's still a chance they get it's, it together. Mm-hmm. And and that's like been a more inconsistent good team too cuz some weeks they look like the second best team in the NFL and then they look like the 15th. The Titans. Yeah. So Titans and Bucks are very inconsistent. You just don't know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the Rams, bro. They just yes. fucking lost to the Jets. If we were doing team the of the Jets week, aren't going to get Trevor Lawrence, which is great. For that reason, because it's so funny that they fucked up their own shot at getting Trevor Lawrence. And I hope Adam Gase I think is it's just so great. smirking him and Sam Donald, a little handshake under the scenes. Yeah. Way to go, Sam. Yeah, I hope so, too. Fuck the Jets. Um, next uh, question for you guys. This isn't really a question, but it's a, a command. I want you guys to rank the Steelers, Colts, Titans, and Browns. I want you to rank those four teams for me. Josh, you're starting. Steelers, Colts, Titans, Browns, you're saying? Yeah, rank them. Um, on their best day, the Titans, I think, are the best team out of these. Um, then I'm going to put the Steelers just because they're incredible defense. Then the Colts, then the Browns. I have. I'm gonna go. Okay. Um, New York Titans. I'm gonna put Colts second here because I think they're more complete. I, they can do more on offense, which I 
Philip Rivers is a little bit quicker than Ben Roethlisberger can still kind of do play actions. Like they actually have Jonathan Taylor, they have Naeem Hines, they can run the football, so they're not so mm-hmm. one-dimensional. Then I'm going to put the Steelers at three because I just the Browns are good, but I just, I still don't believe them. That like their chance was Monday night two weeks ago against the Ravens. They didn't capitalize on that. Yeah, um, I will go. I think I have the Colts at number one over at, over the Titans at two solely because of the Titans' defensive problems. I weirdly think the Titans have like a higher ceiling than the Colts, but a much a lower floor. So I have the Colts one, Titans two, Steelers three, Browns four for the, the reasons you're saying, Big Dog. I don't 100% trust them. Baker has been playing so well, though, and I thought a good point um, Big Cat made – on uh, I think it was part of my take or something. It was how Cody Parkey, the former Bears kicker, he's like kicker of the Browns now. He's like he's gonna lose you a playoff game, and that's kind of true. He's yeah, he lost. He's very the bad. Ravens yeah. game last Monday. Mm-hmm. We saw so, Doika kick- an extra point this weekend too. So yeah, and <sighs> I think with all four of these teams, they're all um. The Steelers, Colts, and Browns are all defensive teams that need to have field goals be made, correct? The Titans, they, moreover, have a better, more explosive offense, I guess, than these three teams and not a great defense, but they've had kicking struggles this year, too, with Gostowski. <laughs> so, is it Rodrigo Blankenship? Is that the Colts kicker's name, the Georgia kicker? Blank, I know Blankenship's last Yeah. Game. Yeah. Yeah, Rodrigo. Yeah, he, he's, yeah, he's good. He's good. He's the best kicker out of the yeah, entire game. so day. that might... Be a big advantage in the playoffs. We'll see. Uh, next question, gentlemen. We're going to shift focus to the NFC for our last question here of our five big questions for the NFL. Um, Packers or Seahawks? Uh, I still want to take the Seahawks. Like for playoff-wise, it's the NFC. Is this like what it is? Like the question, who would you rather have in February, yeah. January? I'm going to take the Seahawks. I thank Russell Wilson has more tricks up his sleeve, as good as Aaron Rodgers is. And I still just think the Seahawks kind of get, like, stupid luck where the Packers don't get that as much. Or the Packers start off hot and then they end up really flat the last two quarters, which we've seen over and over the past two years. Mm-hmm. And I think Pete Carroll can rally his troops up more than Matt LaFleur. You know, Matt LaFleur is doing a great job. Yeah. Um, Josh, what are you thinking? I'm actually for the exact opposite. I'm gonna say it's the Packers because of how lucky I'm. I'm doing some. Uh, what what is that called? The gambling fallacy or whatever. First when it's James. gonna like things that, yeah, yeah. Where I think things have got to regress back to the mean. Like the 2015 <clears throat> NFC Championship isn't gonna happen again. Like and the Packers, they. I feel like they need to beat them, and and I just I for that reason I think the Packers are a more complete team. I love the Seahawks like way more personally though, and it pains me to say it, but uh, I I just think the defense is a little questionable, and if you get pressure on, on Russell Wilson, who's been I'd have to look at the stats, but he was sacked he's been sacked forty times this year, and I'm sure he's been hit probably double that I'd imagine. So if you get any pressure at all on him, which the Packers have some good pass rushers there. Um, it's it's kind of a shit show for the Seahawks all game long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I lean the Packers here, and a lot of that, one part of it is the Aaron Rodgers fuck you tour that we've been watching. And then, Josh, you alluded to it, just the offensive line of the Seattle Seahawks is something that 
is scary going into the playoffs. Like, it's not looking good, as well as we'll see what their defense will look like in the playoffs. But I do think that this is, I mean, this is like a, what, a four-point line, a three-point line, two-point line, four-point line, Andrew? Packers favored by three, probably? Yeah. If it's going to be in Lambeau, it would be three or four, I think. That's, and the home field advantage is going to hurt, I think, too, not having it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, last thing I have is just a statement. I still believe in Mitch Trubisky. I'm just saying. I do too. He's I do not. Too. I'm with you there. I I think Matt Nagy's an idiot, but I I still have some hope at Mitch Trubisky. I think we've been seeing. I mean, he's definitely better than Nick Foles. Okay, gentlemen. Yes. It is time to take a quick break, and then we will go into NBA season preview. Season starts tonight. We'll be right back here on the Pineapple Couch. All right, welcome back to the Pineapple Couch, uh, episode 70. We're going to do our NBA preview, give out some picks for the various awards and some predictions for how the season will go. I'm joined by Big Dog and Josh as well, still. Um, and we're going to start, gentlemen, with giving out our MVP of this NBA season, what your pick will be. I'll start us off. My pick for MVP is Nikola Jokic of the Denver Nuggets. I, I like what the Nuggets are doing this year. I think they could have a chance to be very, very good. That's a little teaser, especially when you got guys like Murray obviously taking a leap in last year's playoffs, if you can hold that. Michael Porter Jr. on that roster. And I just think Jokic is set to have a big year. So I have Jokic as my MVP. Big Doug, what do you I'm think? I'm um, doing a little revenge tour. Missed all of last year. I think him and Kyrie both have a lot to prove in their own way. Um, I don't see. I think what we saw from Katie in the preseason, he looks fine. Everything's it's Katie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, he looks just as filthy as ever, really. Uh, Josh, who do you th- got for MVP? So Luca's the favorite, right, for this, um, and I I really think there's a path for Luca, especially if he if he can get thirty points and near triple double and maybe a top five seed. I think this is his, like it's his to lose in a sense. Um, I just don't know how much team success the Mavericks are going to have without Porzingis. Still, I know Luca's still incredible on his own and still can run that team, but I'm gonna go kind of a somewhat a wild card. I'm gonna go Anthony Davis here. I think that the Lakers will probably finish up as the best record. That's a tease for later. But um I I think that it's gonna be his team going forward. LeBron is probably gonna start coasting again because he had his a, another weird fuck you tour. How many fuck you what's the record of fuck you tours that you can have as a player? What do you think? LeBron doesn't have that many. He has about four. Yeah, well Michael Jordan has more. <laughs> That's true. All right, fair enough. Um, but I, I just think Anthony Davis LeBron's is going to try to say it. Just say it now. You're going to try to Anthony. Fuck you, LeBron. There we go. Now we can continue. Communist. I just think there's a path for Anthony Davis to get this this trophy, and I think it's with LeBron kind of deferring to him a little bit more as he gets a little bit older because he's the face of the franchise, signed a max extension. Yeah, I I I don't feel confident about this award at all. Um, this is probably the hardest one I had to pick. Yeah, um, the thing with – I think Anthony Davis is, might have, like, the better year than LeBron on that team. The Lakers certainly have a shot to have the best record. That's not even a shot on LeBron there because I think LeBron will coast, like you said. I just think LeBron will always split that vote a little. True. And that might – and, and that's fair. I, I 
definitely see that. And then just to give out a dark horse, I think Jason Tatum mm-hmm. is still the dark horse. I he's gonna be taking on a bigger passing role, more role in the offense, even a bigger role in the offense than before without Gordon Hayward. Again, I'm worried about team success here, where I don't know how good the Celtics are gonna do in the regular season. Okay, to really make an impact for that award. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to our coach of the year next. I'll start us off similar to my player of the or MVP. I have Mike Malone of the Nuggets as the coach of the year. I think the Nuggets are going to have a hell of a season where a lot of the older teams, maybe not older like Lakers, Clippers, are going to maybe ease their stars into it. And I think we see the Nuggets come out full throttle. So I have my coach of the year as Mike Malone. I think he's a fantastic coach. Sorry to Kings fans. I know that hurts to hear because you guys gave up on him. Not the fans, (laughs) the franchise. Josh, then Big Dog. I have Monty Williams here. Um, I fucking I've talked extensively last week how much I love the Suns this year. I think they're gonna overperform like a motherfucker this year. You add Chris Paul to I think a more talented roster than the Thunder had last year, and I just feel like that's just gonna be a top five seed in the West. Mm-hmm. And I I love a I don't even know what year Devin Booker's on right now. Maybe five or six. Mm-hmm. I love that that year the the new jump from Devin Booker playing with the best point guard he's ever played with one of the best in NBA history and Chris Paul mm-hmm. um, and then DeAndre Ayton as a big most improved candidate as well who's going to benefit a ton with Chris Paul Mikel Bridges and uh, there's one uh, uh, Jalen Smith also I think is going to be fantastic for them as well I can't remember there's one other guy I know I'm forgetting. Uh, uh, Jay Crowder, mm-hmm. the, the addition of Jay Crowder, I think, is a 3 and D guy. I think this team is going to be a solid regular season team. Monty Williams is just going to be entering in the race. They like to give it to, the, like, the quote-unquote, you know, rookie head coach. You know, the, what are they, the green? No, I, why do I keep trying to come up with phrases that I don't know? It's the it's interesting. The, the ones that aren't weathered is what uh, the young, the, the younger, but there's that like haven't um, been, like, dragged like through the green. mud. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, whatever the fuck it is, but like it's gonna be his first time there, like in the mix of it all. And I think it's like this is the guy you give it to. Okay, big dog. What do you think? I am gonna go to the Mavericks and go and Rick Carlisle. I think Mavericks gonna be a top three or four team. You got Luca, the MVP narrative. He's up there. Why can't Rick Carlisle? Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that pick because um, I think Luca is gonna, about to have a freaking year. And I think yes, the Porzingis injury is going to hurt, but I. We could see a year from Luca that it's like that doesn't even matter. So and Carlisle's a great coach. Um, let's go to rookie of the year, guys. My rookie of the year is Lamelo Ball. The dude just looks filthy. He is going to maybe struggle some nights shooting, and maybe have a couple turnovers, and maybe not be the best defensively. But I think his superstar potential is unbelievable. And I like what I've seen out of him already. I think him and Miles Bridges could be potentially very dangerous. And then um, he could get a lot of assists, kicking it out to Gordon Hayward. So that is my rookie of the year. Andrew, what are you thinking? I have – I'm going James Wiseman for the Warriors. If, mm-hmm. he, if the Warriors are good, he's going to have to be good because they just don't have that much depth. And he needs to be one of the core pieces this year. I see him working well with Steph Bliggins. Mm-hmm. Okay, Josh. Uh, real quick, it was Greenhorn. Was what I was thinking. What of. does that even that's fucking the, mean? The, I it's it's someone that's inexperienced. Like it's the opposite of a veteran. It's like it's a rookie. A, like somebody that's yeah. And I was I was getting that mixed up with um 
uh getting your feet wet so i was i was like adding both those together as like green feet um but anyways i have Good here Lord. the reason real quick just to give my lamello ball thing i think it's his to lose because he has so much fucking hype and if he even has like a decent rookie season he's gonna get it the problem is is the depth chart in the hornets are really fucking weird where they actually have lamello coming off the bench as of now behind terry rozier and um uh Devontae graham but i think he's definitely gonna take over yeah terry i'm betting rozier on that to change not very good I would 100% agree with you there. I just still still think it's weird that they have like seven guys, and I don't know what their five. I mean, it's it's the Hornets, but I don't know what their crunch time five is. <laughs> uh, I like Killian Hayes here mm. for rookie of the year, just because I think he's going to do everything for Detroit. He's going to be the starting point guard from day one. Derrick Rose is going to be mentoring him. Blake Griffin coming back as well on a prove it year. I I Blake Griffin when we last saw him healthy, he had one of his best seasons he's mm-hmm. ever had. He, as a as like an old guard shooter type, still somewhat physical but more agile. Um, I I kind of like just the fact he's just going to be able to do whatever the fuck he wants, and I think he's going to learn it as he goes, and I think he's going to put up numbers. I think there's a chance that that guy's a superstar. Um, so I like that pick. That's mm-hmm. also you extending an olive branch to Stephen Young, friend of the program, number one yeah. caller. Yeah, Lamelo or a little little wink at Detroit. Oh, Lonzo now. I think now, but now like from the draft, from the draft, it's Lamelo. Yeah, like like prospect to prospect, it's Lamelo starting out. But Lonzo's mechanics are much, much better now. It's form mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um. Let's go to most improved, Josh. Uh, I already had this before, but then over the course of this pod, you've hyped me up on it. My pick for most improved is DeAndre Ayton for all the reasons you said, Josh, of him playing with Chris Paul. And um, just being able to take a leap with this uh, good Suns team under Monty Williams. So I um, I am buying the Suns hype. Maybe not as high as you. I think they're going to be a good team and they're going to make the playoffs. And I think DeAndre Ayton is going to have the best year of his career. So he will be my most improved pick. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, I think for sure he's going to be an all, probably an all-star this year. I'd have to look, but the West is still stacked yeah. with stars. So it's going to be pretty uh, hard. But I'm going to go Shea Gilgis-Alexander here. I think mm. um, a year mentoring under Chris Paul. Again, this Thunder team isn't going to do anything, but he's going to look like a fucking stud this year. I, I see him as a first-time All-Star as well this year, and he's going to be one of those guys like the Bradley Beals of the world where they're just going to be putting up numbers on pretty shit teams. And I, he's going to be good. He's going to have flashes of just brilliance where you're like, fuck, this guy's going to be the next big thing. It's, it's Shea Gilgis mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Okay, big dog. What are you thinking? Too. Same reasons. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, yeah. all the hype, finished up the year well. He got suspended for twenty-five yeah, games I, last year. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. Um, now next is we're gonna do who do we think the scoring leader will be? Um, I think this is one of the harder ones definitely to predict because there's so many people who it could be. I'm gonna go with Stephen Curry. I think um, if the Warriors are supposed to be are gonna be uh, maybe. Four top four seed in the West or around that four or five. Steph needs to go off. He's got some fresh legs. He's got some new weapons beside him with Ubre, Wiggins, and James Wiseman. Um, I like Steph to lead the league in scoring because um, I think the Warriors are going to be a bit better than people expect this year. Andrew? I got KD here. Um, I think KD can average 34-35 this year. I know Kyrie's there and will be taking a lot of shots, but it's two man show. It feels like too. over there. They've got a lot of proof. Taking KD. Mm-hmm. Josh. 
Uh, I have Lillard here uh, for the basically the same reason you have Curry, uh, but I just think that the Blazers team is going to be worse, obviously, than the Warriors team, and they're going to need Lillard to do just a little bit more, and I think that puts him slightly over the edge. I like the Curry-Lillard as like the top five scorers probably this season mm-hmm. for that reason because they're going to be their probably most of their offense is going to be entirely them scoring the ball i'm really excited to see steph curry come back tour though i i think this is going to be really exciting we got basketball to tonight gentlemen how know, exciting is I that i know nets warriors and lakers clips fuck i play game god damn um damn, okay i'm excited next one we're gonna do is who do we think will have the best regular season record the bucks have taken this the last two seasons i was gonna go bucks but i'm actually gonna go with the nuggets as well Mike Malone, my coach of the year, Jokic, my MVP. I think that the Nuggets are going to really take this season by the balls, and I think the Bucks are still going to be up there for the best record. But I do think this year with the Bucks, what we're going to see is for the first time in Giannis's career, he might not go 170 billion percent in December. The Bucks might become more of a veteran team in a way when you add Drew Holiday, or maybe they're not shooting their load in the regular season and they're maybe playing towards the playoffs. Maybe Budenholzer won't allow that, but that's my reasoning. I have the Nuggets. Big Dog, what do you think? I actually still have the Bucks here. Um, Bucks have just been the best regular season the past couple of years. It's see the same thing this year. They won't make it to the finals, but they'll have the number one seed in the East. Because I was going to put the Nets, but I think Katie and Kyrie, there's going to be games they take off miss some time. Kyrie doesn't want to show up for three weeks something like that so I'm taking bucks mm-hmm. Josh the reason why I, I don't love the bucks I think that's the smart money probably on the bucks to do this again is I think they got they kind of hung their hat on a defensive team and they got worse defensively. They brought in uh, Brent Forbes and DJ Augustine but Drew Holiday other guys. elite defender True, but you replace uh, Eric Bledsoe, which, I mean, we, we can laugh all day about Eric Bledsoe, but he still is a great defender. No, he's not. Uh, at the end of the not day. really. He's made the last three all-defensive teams, I believe. He's made two out of the Wouldn't three. Wouldn't you say, though, that he's... Eric Bledsoe to Drew Holiday is a massive gap? Because Drew Holiday shut down yes, Lillard. Yes, it is. In a series. It is. No, no, no. I 100% agree. I'm not saying that um, it, it's like a trade-off on defense there. But I'm saying it's pretty negligible between defensively from Bledsoe to Holiday is what I'm what I'm saying. And I'm just saying as a whole, this team got slightly worse defensively where I don't see them being the best defensive team in the regular season. Um, that being said, I'm going to go with the Lakers here just because they were the best team last year. They got better, I think, arguably. Their bench is vastly improved. You replaced Danny Green with Wesley Matthews, uh, Montrez Harrell, and Marcus Gasol for the Howard and... McGee, who were surprisingly good, mm-hmm. but uh, for those roles, much better players. And Schroeder as the spark plug guy. All right. Love the Lakers for that. Let's go now to what we think the Eastern Conference Finals will be and your winner. I have the Eastern Conference Finals matchup as Nets versus Celtics and the Nets taking the W. I am all in on KD this year. Not as much as Andrew on the MVP because, like Andrew kind of just mentioned, I'm not sure if he'll take some games off. But I do think KD is going to just absolutely go off. So I have them beating the Celtics in the East Finals. Andrew, what do you got? Got the Nets winning six over the Bucks. Okay. Josh. 
I have uh, Celtics beating the Nets. Mm. I think the the Celtics getting back Kemba Walker later in the season is going to be a ma- uh, massive uh, bonus to them in the postseason. Okay. Um, let's now go check in on the Western Conference Finals. I have a rematch of last year's Western Conference Finals. I have Lakers and Nuggets in the finals with the Nuggets advancing to the NBA Finals. I am oh, so freaking high on the Nuggets this year. Maybe it's that Colorado air, but... I I really like I th- I think there's a chance that Michael Porter Jr is like a borderline like could be like a superstar type player and that team is just scary. I like them a lot this year. And I think that that Lakers Nuggets though, that's a seven game series for me and if you told me the Lakers beat them I would not be surprised. Um but I kind of like you guys were saying I don't think the Lakers are going to repeat. Ah Fuck it. No, never mind. I'm going to take the Lakers to beat the Nuggets, so it's going to be Lakers-Nets finals. Forget everything I just said. Andrew? I got the Lakers, Josh. Clippers are winning mm. seven against the Lakers. I believe Kawhi. I believe in Let's Kawhi. Go. I mean, I know they had chemistry issues. I think Paul George bounces back a little bit. I think they're good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Josh, what do you got? I also have Lakers-Clippers. I <laughs> I'm going to fade myself, though, and have the Lakers uh, beat the Clippers. I think that we're finally going to get that as the uh, conference finals. And I, people are very – I think the Clippers team has gotten so much hate, though, that I think they're now underrated going into the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's I, fair. I, can, I, I want to talk about that later, potentially, too, because I think that people are, people are really – fucking what's the opposite of bullish jesus christ um, um is it no bullish it is bullish on uh fuck i never mind yeah. i don't i don't get bearish that's I think not it, is, it. But... that is not it <laughs> <laughs> i can guarantee you that negative <laughs> you could just use the word negative they're down they're very negative there you go very very down on the clippers jesus um, christ and and yeah i'll i'll talk about that in my power okay um but. nba finals matchup i have nets lakers and i have the nets winning the nba finals um andrew i have the clippers winning in seven over the nets josh i have the lakers beating the celtics Okay, I like that. Um, some different, uh, all, three different champions from the three of us. Um, let's ra- round out this NBA discussion with our five power rankings going into oh, the year. Oh, six man. Oh, six also, man is the year. Um, I don't have one. Josh, what do you think? Uh, I think I mentioned this earlier. I think it's Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie or Levert, probably. I just am wondering. One of them is probably going to get injected into the starting lineup mm-hmm. for a extended amount of games. But I think it's one of those Nets guys, okay. I'm, I'm going to say. Um, power rankings going into the year. Um, Josh, how about you start us off with your power rankings? All right. I've, uh, do, do you want to go one by one? or Yeah, go. Five? I have the Lakers at one. I do, too. A- yeah. Andrew? I think you okay. have to. You have to. Um. Number two, I have the Nuggets. Clippers. Clippers as well. Number three, I have the Nets. I got the Nets. Nets as well. Number four, I have the Clippers. I have the Bucks. Jesus. Four. I have the Bucks as well here. Gosh. Number five, I have the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm putting the Warriors too. I really like them this year. Over the Mavericks and Nuggets. I have the, I the Nuggets. Close, but I'm going to put the Warriors there. 
And then the Nuggets at five for me. Okay. I, I, for every reason you've talked about the Nuggets, yeah, I, I think they're very good. They're, they're a sneaky team, mm-hmm. sneaky good team. I like the Nuggets a lot this year. Well, gentlemen, we're going to be get to start doing weekly NBA once again. I know we've been doing it the last couple weeks, but we finally have some games. I mean, Nets are favored by 7.5 versus the Warriors tonight. What are we taking, gentlemen? I'm taking the Dubs plus 7.5. Let's fucking go. Yeah, I, I would too. Is it is it in Brooklyn? It is, isn't mm-hmm, it? But I mean, no fans. Uh, yeah, true. I I'm just wondering. What's, I know, the, what's the line? Game? I'm gonna look it's up like the Lakers Clippers. It's two. Yeah, I'll take. Uh, it's ring night. I don't know. Fuck LeBron. The Clippers still, I think, have to do a couple sorting as well because I don't. Their lineup is a little weird. Um, is Kawhi right playing now, tonight? Luke Kennard is. Okay. Kawhi's he, playing. Does he the opener out? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he had a big practice couple days By the ago. way, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Luke Kennard was paid Fat. four years, $64 Montrez Harrell was pissed. Yeah, I, I mean, I would be too, honestly. But, like, I it's I want to see – I wanted to see a little bit more from Kennard before um, you pay him that much money. But I kind of liked what I saw from from the preseason. But I'm worried about his role in the offense where they might actually play him at the three if they play Beverly and – uh, Williams at the same time, so it's gonna be really fucking weird. Weird team. I I I want to see how it works, but Ibaka is gonna be a monster. Yeah. I think for this team. Um, I wish the Clippers nothing but failure. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. You're I, welcome. I would never for the Warriors for the record. Yeah, because for the record they have Steph Curry. Um, <laughs> Andrew, Josh, always a pleasure. Excited to have the NBA back in our lives. Um, the schedule for the rest of the week for the pineapple couch. Um, we're going to have a bowl preview probably coming out tomorrow night or Thursday morning. Um, with Christo, myself and Jeff Robbins, my dad. And then we will also be having our weekly NFL preview. This will be NFL week 16, which makes me very sad, but we will have that as well. Get in touch with our best bets. We'll call up Kyle, Chris, the whole gang. Um, Josh, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you.